We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date. Detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order, additional term supply. All right, before we move on to anything else, I am not ready to talk about Christmas or the Christmas tree. I was wondering what that emoji was all about. <laughs> I'm just not. Let me get to Thanksgiving first for crying out loud. Uh-huh. What with the mayor's Christmas tree? It's here. Yeah, the mayor's, okay. mayor's Christmas tree has officially arrived at Crown Center in Kansas City. It's a 100-foot-tall tree that has been sent from uh, Sweet Home, Oregon. Crown Center is the home for the new 100-foot-tall Douglas fir tree. So in case you were wondering what brand of tree it is, it's a Douglas fir. Uh, and it came with a big note on it. Uh, let me get back to the picture that says, uh, where is it? Come on, load, 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 load. It's it's taking forever now. Of course it is. But it, it came with a nice uh, note on it from the good folks in Oregon about our brand-new tree. So It'll be hoisted up tomorrow is what Channel 9 says. Hoisted up is not the same thing as decorated and lit up. When does no. that happen? Yeah, that, that'll take a little while. Although, um, yeah, I'm not sure. Boy, how many people does it take to decorate a 100-foot tall tree? And do they really put the tinsel on one at a time? Does it have tinsel or just lights? No, probably just lights. I don't even know. It's one of those things that I, <laughs> we talk about this every year, but I just don't, you don't think, like, does it have lit up ornaments even, or is it just lights? I uh, don't know. Yeah, it could, because if you put ornaments, boy, aren't you just begging for people to try to climb it and steal the ornaments? Yes, which they absolutely would do. Yikes. Um, I'm, I don't know when they normally do this. I don't, I can't remember if that's Thanksgiving week or when that, when that typically happens, but. Um, it's here though. So okay. in, in case you were wondering, the tree has in fact made its way to Kansas City. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. See what they say about. Boy, all of a sudden, it's 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 mad at me because I haven't verified my Twitter account. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. Thanks, Elon, for ruining uh -huh. my show. Oh, you're uh -huh. a sweetheart. Uh, they said, oh, there are ornaments. Here it is. This year's ornaments were created by artists at Hallmark. The okay. 2023 design is a salute to the Crown Center shops, which first opened 50 years ago. The tree is unloaded piece by piece. How many pieces does a tree come in? What does that mean, piece by piece? The branches make it impossible for the tree to travel in one piece. So we're gluing the tree together? What is that? Uh, it will be hoisted up tomorrow. Yeah, like you said, uh, by the time it's all said and done, uh, 12,000 lights and ornaments will adorn the tree, but apparently nothing about tinsel. I want to come back to the piece by piece thing for a second. 
So that means they are sawing off major branches. That's what right? I'm reading. Before they ship it here. Yep. How are we reattaching them? Uh, like in all seriousness, how does that, what, what, how, <laughs> like, uh, like, are they putting up brackets? I'm trying to think of like, what happens when you try to hang um, a curtain rod or something? Like, are they putting up brackets on the trunk of the tree well, yeah. to hold up the... Did you ever ever have a fake tree when you were yes, a kid? Yes, every year. Okay, yeah. So you know how they had the little, like they were color-coded, right? Like the, the mm-hmm. orange branches go on the bottom, and then the green branches go above that, and then the red ones and the yellow ones. So, yeah, I have no idea. I mean, you can't cut the trunk because right. there's no way to do that. I mean, if, if right. you do that, you're asking for the thing to fall down. But even cutting off some of the bigger branches, yeah, how do you reattach that? Do you just glue them back? Or drill them in? Yeah, or just get really big screws and drill them into the Get some kind of like steel dowels or something like that and drill a hole on either side and then just kind of slide it over top of that. But I'm I'm glad it's not my job. (laughs) I just, (laughs) I would come up with something totally dumb. Uh, But yeah, piece by piece, that's, I've never heard of of a tree traveling in pieces before. Several of you knew that the lighting of the mayor's Christmas tree is the day after Thanksgiving at 5.30 p.m. Oh, there you go. Okay. S- somebody said wood glue. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I don't know if you're kidding or not. If not, that's hilarious. But, I mean, yeah, it is wood, so I guess that's what you'd use. As long as we're talking about this, I'll just throw this out there, too, because I just had the question in my head. Uh, I know we have not heard this yet, but any predictions on who might be flipping the switch at the plaza lighting ceremony? This year, as long as we're talking about Gee, Thanksgiving night. I don't know. Do you think it might be Taylor Swift? She's busy. I mean, she's got a tour. Travis Kelsey, maybe. Has he ever done yeah, it? Yeah, that's true. Um, I don't know their schedule well enough to know where they are that week. Um, there, are, but, there are games on Christmas Day. I'm going to have to look up the NFL schedule now and see if I can find out. Because um, Chiefs play on Christmas Day, but what about Thanksgiving week? Oh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Schedule. Um, yeah, this will take me a minute to kind of parse through and see if I can find out who's where. Uh, 913-586-7798. I don't even know who what do you, the, Who do you think it'll be this year? Yeah, what the Thanksgiving the Thanksgiving Day games are, because that's November 23rd is Thanksgiving Day, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Okay, so we go to week 12 and find out that the Thanksgiving Day games are Green Bay at the Lions, Washington at uh, Dallas, San Francisco at Seattle. So the Chiefs are not involved and play... Okay. On Sunday at 325. So, sure. Yeah, he, it'd be possible. Okay. If there are other ideas besides him, feel free to to let us know. Um, gosh. Yeah, so the Daily Mail had the story this morning, speaking of him real fast, about just about the amount of money and the number of business deals that he now is getting into. Oh, yeah. I won't say because of... His association, because we don't even know what it is yet. I won't say it's because of his association with Taylor Swift, but since his association with her, the story was a mile long, updating all those. Well, yeah, and I think, I mean, if you look at the last two years, his star has been significantly on the rise. And I don't mean his star as a player. That's long established. But I mean, his star as a personality via the podcast with his brother and all of these high-profile things that he's been doing. We've talked about what a bright personality he is. And advertisers absolutely love that. He also has a pretty short uh, list when it comes to knocks against him. And advertisers love that too. You don't want to take a chance. You want somebody who is exactly what 
Travis Kelsey is perceived as. I don't know the guy, so I can't, you know, I can't mm-hmm. speak personally to it. But you want somebody who has a bad boy image and yet not a long track, track record of doing bad boy things. Does that make sense? Sure. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. If if the bad boy image is what we want, I don't know if that's what we're looking for. Yeah. Because I don't know that he has that. That I, I think, yeah, maybe bad boy isn't the best way to put it. Uh, maybe party animal, you know? Okay, that for sure. Yeah. Yes. But but, yeah. but doesn't go out and do embarrassing things like drink and drive or, mm-hmm. you know, uh, throw up on the mayor's wife or something like that. It, it, <laughs> yes. He, he, he has that crazy guy kind of energy about him, but doesn't have a real long track record of, oh, yeah, that was embarrassing. He probably shouldn't have done that. And that image about him carries over to fun commercials. Yes, it sells. You can do oh, that with him. It sells yeah. like crazy, sure. Um, we're, anyway. We're not to cast aspersions. Tom Brady's commercials are boring. <laughs> Good Lord, they're boring. They're dull. But you know? isn't he boring and dull? Yes. I mean, yeah. the thing I know the most about him, aside from football, is his um, his nutrition and how ab- how strict it is, and I get it if you're that age and you're playing football. The anti-inflammatory okay, diet thing, yeah. Yes, and all the things he's never eat- he's never had coffee. I mean, just all the stuff he's never touched. <laughs> John, are you just saying this because you don't like him? No, is no. there a bias here? Uh, I'm yes. smelling a bias. No, no, no. Yes, there is. I I do not like Tom Brady. I don't like the Patriots, uh, and I don't like the fact that he's a big old cheater, cheater, cheater. But even that aside. Tell me what's exciting about any of his commercials. I think he's not just the commercials. I think he's an interesting guy. Go listen to him in some interviews. They have a few documentaries. I think he's a cool guy. Yeah, but his commercials are lousy. Ooh, I'm just sorry. That's what, we, that's what we were talking about. Because I the mean, commercials are what are what well, keeps everybody's that sell things. in this conversation. Yes. Right, right. So yeah, aside from that, sure, whatever. But um, yeah, he, he can be an interesting guy, and you know, he has how many rings? Six, seven, something like that. Seven, something. So like that. yeah, sure. I mean, you know, that that's a pretty amazing thing. Uh, but no, I just think his the commercials for the. Uh, see, I'm trying to even remember what they are now. Is insurance that he's hawking? I'm no help here. Right. So no help whatsoever. Were is they it, like? Were they it, like? Plug him into the into the charger. That's a, it's a funny. rental car thing, right? Yeah, something like it's that. The rental car company. Yeah. Funny. So. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'd rather. I have, didn't know this would be a thing with you two. I, I'd rather have Travis Kelsey. <laughs> I, that's, I'm just saying. Mama Kelsey is is the vote that's coming in a little bit right now. Let Mama Kelsey do it. You know what she ought to do if she hasn't already? She ought to be the chunky soup mom. The what? They yeah, they, for like Chunky Soup, Campbell's Chunky Soup. That was a big thing with them for a while. It was they always had somebody's mom as really? like the face of Chunky Soup. They should bring that back and make it Mama Kelsey. She would be perfect for that. Huh. Okay. I didn't know that. Yep. Or now I got to look back and see see what they've done with that in the past. All right, feel free, 913-586-7798 if you want to uh, contribute ideas here. I'm surprised they haven't made that announcement yet of who's going to flip the switch at Plaza Lighting, but I'm sure we'll know here soon. All right, we'll take a break. Uh, We have an ice cream to talk about that is back uh, and how a woman died, what she consumed that was tainted that killed her. We'll get to all that coming up here on KMBZ. Apparently, Mama Kelsey was in what was... Did they, do this already? They beat me to it. Yeah, really. My great ideas all happened five years ago. Five years after, you know, before I come up with them. Apparently, there already was a bunch of you texted in and said, uh, dude, they already did that Chunky Soup commercial. 
it was uh, Donovan McNabb's mother was the very first one. So that'll tell you how long ago this was. We're talking about 20, 25 years ago when mm-hmm. Donovan McNabb was the quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles at the time. Odd that they, there would be that connection again. That she was, you know, she talked about on the commercials how she fed Donovan chunky soup when he was a kid and it helped him get big and strong and all the things you would expect. So, yeah, it just seemed to natch that Mama Kelsey, with not just one but two boys in the NFL, that she would be great for that and with her personality, but it's already been done. Next idea. Bring them back. Bring, yeah, really. Yes. What else do we need to do with her? Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> yes. um, she should be the new face of Betty Crocker. That's what. Like, in all honesty, what did she do? Did, did she have a job at some point? Would she? <laughs> I, I don't mean I don't, there's no way to ask know. that and not yeah, sound really. like a jerk. No, but did, has she ever worked? I mean, has there ever been? Does she work now? I've never heard it. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, boy, for somebody that we're so used to seeing, uh-huh. I feel like I know very little about her past, especially like like that Chunky Soup commercial that somehow flew right by me. If anybody knows that, I just had a curiosity because she does. You see her at all the games. I guess if both your sons play in the NFL, your boss will have to understand. But does she have a boss? Does yeah. she have to go to a job or are the boys just, uh, you know, taking care of her at this point? So just curious. Uh, okay. Let's see. Brandeating.com had this first story. Why do we have to make mac and cheese into everything? (laughs) Why can't it just be mac and cheese? Because it's your least favorite food, I think, is the answer to that. They're doing it just to spite you. So this is exclusive to Walmart. Is it Van Leeuwen? Yes. I feel like we talk about this every year. They are bringing back Kraft mac and cheese ice cream for a limited time. Again, uh, first introduced in 2021 as part of National Mac and Cheese Day. Whatever. Okay. Um, <laughs> and then they say in this, in the description, it's meant to remind you of a bowl of mac and cheese, except it's cold, sweet, and doesn't have macaroni in it. All of the things that macaroni and cheese it has, it doesn't have, but it's supposed to remind you of that. I don't know. I still haven't tried it. I'm not that brave. Um, I do like variety in my ice cream, but I still like it to be sweet i like it to be a you know a dessert treat i don't like because they go through some of the other ones that are coming up and some of these i'm honestly pretty excited about others maybe not so much dill pickle ice cream does not need to exist uh-uh not with the dill pickle swirl uh-uh oh nope. that's awful i'm with you there now mm-hmm. the next flavor that they have is actually one of my favorite things i love peppermint stick ice cream and that one's kind of divisive there are people who hate that stuff I always looked at it as, wow, that, that's just bonus time for me. Is that different to you from mint ice cream? Yes, very much so. Okay. Um, yeah, usually mint ice cream is more spearmint flavored, so okay. it's a little bit more muted. Peppermint's kind of a brighter flavor, and when it has those crushed up pieces of peppermint stick in it, um, it's, it's, there's a weird thing. I don't know why this is. Maybe somebody can explain it, but the only times that you ever see peppermint steak ice cream are around the holidays which i'm okay with you know we can keep it special keep it you know as as that holiday treat and for some reason at the at the dessert counter at chinese buffets i don't know why but that's where it seems to be you're right yeah you can just grab them as you go yeah so eh, you know whatever it it works and it's another good reason to go out for chinese food so (laughs) uh but the other ones they have caramel sticky bun okay peanut butter fudge pretzel Yep. Okay, I'm in for that one. Mm-hmm. Peppermint stick, as we mentioned. Kettle corn. Nope. You're not going to do that? I don't. Um, 
No. It, 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 to me, it would just taste like butter. Yeah. I don't, I don't, no. Well, yeah, kettle corn has that sweet coating on it. So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, um, I, I, it's interesting because they said it's sweet corn and butter ice cream with pieces of honeycomb. I don't know about pieces of honeycomb in my ice cream, but I, I don't know. I would try it once just for the flavor of it and just to see if there's anything there. And the other one they're doing is holiday cookies and cream, which is a festive red ice cream with dark chocolate cookies, cream filling, and swirls of green frosting. That sounds so sweet. There's a lot there. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Uh-huh. Jeez. Um, so... Coming back to the kettle corn for a second, it, it's the kind of thing where, um, again, I'll try anything once. You never know. Yeah. Pair it with something. Don't just serve it by itself. Okay. And I don't know what that thing is, but pair it with a cake or pair it with a thing that makes it make a little more sense to me as a dessert. That I could see. Yeah. I, especially if you did something like, uh, boy, you mentioned cake and where my mind immediately went, especially again, it works perfectly for the holidays is like a spice cake. Sure. Yeah. yeah. That yep. that would work. Yeah, like what do we normally I mean butter is in all cakes, but like a <laughs> yeah. carrot cake or something? Like what do we yeah. what would you associate the flavor of butter with? Yeah, and, and carrot cake is just spice cake with bits of carrot in it. Um right. have you ever had a hummingbird cake? I have not. Hummingbird cake is kind of the same thing. If you took a carrot cake and took the carrots out and replaced that with, uh, like, banana chips and pineapple. Ooh. Uh, yeah, very tropical thing. Okay. Hummingbird cake is a big deal in the Caribbean. Okay. And and it also has that, what is it, cream cheese icing on it that they use on, on carrot cake, usually? That is, yeah, that's yeah, what they put it's, on it. It's the same thing. It really is. It's like a carrot cake, only with fruit in it. And I have zero use for the dill pickle ice cream here. Yeah. I got, there's, there's zero, uh-uh. I don't know what to tell you to do with that. <laughs> How pregnant do you have to be before dill pickle ice cream sounds like a good idea? Like Bloody Mary? Or can you put it as a <laughs> topping on a Bloody Mary or something? That's all, I, that's all I can come up with. Somebody on the text line said honeycomb in ice cream is so good. I've never heard of that before. I'm, I can't argue with you because I've never heard of it before, but I'll take your word for it. Yeah, maybe I will try the kettle corn one. If you have thoughts on these, 913-586-7798. All right, we have to talk about this woman in Italy. Uh, what happened? Uh, she was just eating at a restaurant, got seriously ill. We'll tell you what she ate coming up here on KMBZ. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. 
You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. 913-586-7798. We have a couple stories about poisonings. I don't even, why do I not remember this one out of Australia? We talked about this uh, maybe a few months ago, and it was just a very brief in-passing kind of weird news story that a woman in Australia had served Beef Wellington to a party of mostly uh, older folks than her. She's 49 years old, and the people that were eating were all like in their 60s and 70s. And she made beef wellington, which is normally made with mushrooms. She went out and got the mushrooms herself. It turns out the ones she picked were death cap mushrooms. And three people died. Five people came close. There was She maintained her innocence, said that it was a, just a mistake, that it was uh, all her, you know, her fault, but she didn't know what she was doing. She has now been charged with three counts of murder and five counts of attempted murder. So, wow. again, this is in Australia. They did not buy her story, and they think she did it on purpose. Internet tells me, as you would imagine, death cap mushrooms, what I'd never heard of, are extremely poisonous. Oh, yeah. uh, in October 2016, a child died after eating a mushroom that was picked in downtown Victoria, British Columbia. Okay. Deadly poisonous one of the many of that kind, and then we're getting into words I can't pronounce. Yeah, they're but very, very, very bad. They are. Yeah, there's a reason why they call them that. Uh, do not mess around with that, and that's one of the reasons that they always tell you don't eat mushrooms that you pick yourself unless you absolutely 100 percent know what you're doing. So again, three murder charges, five counts of attempted murder. So far, we'll keep you updated on the story. I have to close. <laughs> now I have all these links open telling me about the death cat <laughs> mushroom, including National Geographic that wants to tell me death cat mushrooms are extremely deadly and they're spreading across North America. Oh, goody. Nope. Going to close it out or that's where I'll be here for a while. Okay. Um, wow. Okay. Interesting update then. All right. So then we go to this story out of the Daily Mail. Uh, this is uh, about an Italian woman. We have a couple that were dining in Southern Italy on Saturday evening, uh, went out, had dinner, came back home, no problem. But the next morning they got sick and then eventually were admitted to a hospital suffering from spasms. And now they know it was from eating a pizza that contained something that was tainted chili sauce of all things i have never heard of tainted chili sauce before but i guess any food can be and i mean just the idea that it was severe enough because she she died did she not she did yeah, yeah she died 46 and and he was severely sickened by this um it looks like yeah her husband 52 year old agricultural entrepreneur angelo menino was hospitalized and is in serious condition but it looks like he's going to be okay the same sauce was used on his pizza as was used on hers. But, wow. I mean, it's something you probably wouldn't use a lot of. Or ever on pizza, but okay. <laughs> well, you know. Uh, but even if you were going to, yeah. I mean, chili sauce isn't something you're going to dunk your pizza in, generally. Right. What the story doesn't tell me is, did anybody else get sick at this restaurant? Because the, the government has seized this restaurant. Somebody dies after eating in your place. Yeah. You trace it back to... Government's going to take that over for a while. They haven't said if anybody else got sick. And the question that I think is obvious to a lot of us is, was this on purpose? Was there, are we going to find out there's some beef between 
this couple and the owner of this restaurant. Or the couple versus each other. Or, yeah, yeah who knows what. I mean, you'd figure that if, if he was trying to poison her or she him, that they wouldn't give themselves the poison stuff. Mm-hmm. But criminals are weird, and maybe you do that. You know, you give her a lot and you a little so that you're going to get sick, but she'll live and she won't. Yeah, who knows? I mean, this you're, you're right. Usually we hear in cases of food contamination, 40 people were sickened by listeria at a what you know at whatever buffet. Especially because hot sauce is probably going to be in a bottle that other people are going to use. Yeah. It, it it seems like it would be difficult to poison, you know, one tablespoon of chili sauce given to two people. Yeah, it, it does mention, it says, the products subject to checks by the judicial police were used by several other customers and also by the owner's family without causing any issues. That's according to uh, Garino Gazella, who is a lawyer for the owner of the pizzeria. Okay. The lawyer said that the client, his client, the owner of the pizzeria, made herself immediately available to collaborate with investigators. So they're making the case the restaurant did not have anything to do with this. Boy, uh, yeah, this is definitely going to be one to follow because you're right. Something happened here that sounds awfully intentional. It's also weird to me because I think of, I'm trying to think of what would be in hot sauce yeah. that could go bad that or that survive. could have something in it. Yeah. Yeah. Be, yeah. Because yeah, generally, uh, and it's going to make a difference whether it was hot chili sauce or like a, you know, like a chili barbecue or something like that, which would be even worse on a pizza, by the way. But um yeah, with a lot of hot sauces, the bacteria won't grow in them. They don't like it. Right. I, very, very weird. And hopefully they'll they'll let us know exactly what happened there. Real quick, um, Blue Moon is one of the only non-stouts I drink. It just is an easy, easy to drink beer. I don't know that I need it other than in beer form. <laughs> yeah. But it's being done anyway. Spices. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, okay. Now, they, they, <laughs> the, the reason that they're doing this, and they're saying, you know, we're going to do this thing for the holidays, uh, because beer spices are something we've already had in the holidays? So Blue Moon, if you've never had it, um, has a very a flavor profile of orange. In fact, they often will put a slice orange of orange slice, in yep. it right. when you order it. So maybe that's where they're going with it. There's a savory, zesty seasoning and a sweet pie pint seasoning. Uh, oh, okie dokie. Yeah, yeah. I, I can, I can more easily see if the if the sweet pie pint seasoning or whatever it is has that sort of orangey or citrusy profile to it. Then mm-hmm. that's something that yeah you could use. You could use that in a turkey. You could use that in stuffing. You could use that in a million different places. The zesty seasoning. My question about that is, okay, fine. You could probably use that in a bunch of different places with a Thanksgiving meal or a Christmas meal as well. But what's the connection between zesty and beer? And zesty doesn't mean anything to me. No. Yeah, that's that true. It's a good word, but it doesn't tell me anything about what it what it tastes like. Hops? I mean, are we using hops in it? Because, again, that's always what I think of with beer, even though Blue Moon is not a hoppy beer at all. No. Um. I, this feels like a gift. And well, and apparently, the, yeah, even the pie pints flavors are going to come in different varieties: zesty pumpkin pie, spice pie, tangy citrus apple twist pie, key lime coconut crumble pie, and chocolate citrus haze pie. 
Get so, shorter names for these. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, and and explain a little bit about what that's supposed to. I mean, are you supposed to put it on pie? Pie's fine. Leave pie alone. We we don't need anything to enhance our pie. I have to have a dumb question. They say these are four new pie pints flavors. Is are that, these beers oh, oh, that are we those, just listed? Are those beers? Wow. Okay. In addition to the seasoning, oh uh, yeah, the beer brand is bringing back their beloved pie pints. Yes. Okay. I don't so know what the that ones, means. The, so the ones that I just mentioned, those are beers. Those are not the spices. Okay. So the spice is just the spice. But the yeah, the rest of that stuff. Uh, yeah, pumpkin. Uh, do we need one more pumpkin spice thing, please? Tangy no. citrus apple twist, uh, key lime coconut crumble, and chocolate citrus haze pie. Those are all beer. <laughs> Again, these are all just very complicated flavors also. <laughs> Take one of these out. Take one word out of each of these. Uh-huh. I don't need tangy citrus apple twist pie. No. Uh, the zesty one, by the way, based on their Belgian-style wheat ale, Blue Moon is launching two seasoning blends, the zesty seasoning and a sweet pie pint seasoning, both flavors designed with your holiday feast in mind, which, again, tells you absolutely nothing. All right. Way to go, I mean, I like beast. Blue Moon. Fine. Maybe a brewery will have them, can try it. Now, you know what this is. This is a press release masquerading <laughs> as a news story. <laughs> that that Food Beast picked up. Oh, yeah. And then I saw, and it totally fell for it. Oh, it, so. well, I mean, it happens all the time. But, yeah, uh, I wasn't picking on you. I'm just saying, yeah, Food Beast got a press release from Blue Moon and said, here, print this like it's news. And so they did. <laughs> and so they did. All right, we'll take a break here. Um, I want to talk about the actor Alan Ruck for a minute when we come up. He was in a really bad wreck. We'll get to that a lot more coming up here on KMBZ. We are underway this year with the annual Coats for Kids campaign. I was out yesterday. I went out without a coat, and it was so cold that wind yesterday, I had to go back to my car and get one. All I was a big sweatshirt. The big sweatshirts for kids, not enough. We need coats to help them get through the winter. Uh, you give us the money, we give that money over to Operation Warm, and they go out and get these new coats, and then we pass them on. We have five participating school districts this year, KCK, KC Missouri, Independence Hickman Mills, and Center Schools. Uh, and we get them to them before they go out for Christmas break. That way they've got them for all these really cold days that we have. We accept donations online. You can do that at KMBZ.com. The donation site is safe and secure. You also can text to donate this year. Text KMBZ Coats to 44321. Pinnacle Bank, again, our partner, so thanks to them. Help us keep kids warm this uh, this winter with Coats for Kids. When Cameron was in Egypt's land Let my Cameron All right, for those who have never seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off <laughs> and have no clue what we just played, can you tell them what that was? Oh, yeah, that was that was his big opening scene in that movie, in Ferris Bueller's Day Off, where most of us first came across actor Alan Ruck, where uh, he played the, the best friend of Ferris Bueller, Cameron, who was trying to convince himself that he was sick and couldn't go out that day. It was just really feeling sorry for himself, so he was laying in bed comparing himself to the enslaved <laughs> followers of Moses in Egypt. It's just one of my favorite scenes ever. TMZ's having a big week because they have the surveillance video of the wreck that Alan Ruck was in. Four cars were involved in this, 
And he was in, you can tell me more about this, the vehicle that he was in, but it slammed into a pizza joint in Los Angeles. Yeah. um, And I, I mean, just the pictures from the outside of the damage that was done to this place. I mean, it was a significant, significant wreck. And I'm sure it's probably going to take them quite a while to figure out uh, what it was that that led to all of this happening. Um, oh, and my computer is once again failing me. Did it say what what he was driving? Rivian? Oh, he was in a Rivian. Uh, yeah, those are... Uh, that's the new electric pickup truck, um, and it's that's a fair-sized vehicle, too. So, yes, you can imagine that it would be able to do a lot of damage. Um, it, and the fact that it was an electric truck and that didn't really enter the story is good news because they have had electric vehicles have, have not had a great safety record in crashes so far. But the Rivian's got a uh, a very good reputation as being one of the tougher vehicles that's out there on the road. The New York Post did call it the star's pricey electric vehicle. Yep. Oh, yeah, so they, they are pointed not that cheap. Out. Uh, surveillance video obtained by TMZ appears to show Ruck rear-rending a car stopped at a traffic signal, pushing it into the intersection and sending his truck into Ruffalo's Pizza. Two people were hurt. Um, no indication of a DUI here. Which is good news. Yeah. And I know it's sad that that's what we always tend to think, especially when it's somebody fairly famous. I Alan Ruck is one of those guys that I honestly don't know much about other than his acting. Um, was he not on Spin City? I yes, seem to, Yeah, I seem to remember yeah. he had a pretty central role on Spin City. Mm-hmm. And from that and Ferris Bueller's Day Off and a couple of TV movies, he's also a guy who will tend to show up on like the cop procedurals. He'll like guest mm-hmm. star on one of those one week. Um, and yeah, outside of that, if, from all that I remember hearing about him, he's been very, very quiet. So honestly, in this case, it would have surprised me a little bit if they had said, oh yeah, there was substance involved in this. But somebody who seems to consistently have worked since yeah like no star you know he's never going to be the lead right but in small roles that you notice him in consistently yes uh so and and you know for whatever the hollywood lifestyle is he's not a guy that you would look at and go oh yeah he's one of those you know he's one of those partiers who's out he doesn't he doesn't even show up like like you said tmz had this they broke the story about the wreck because they're everywhere in los angeles Mm -hmm. but when was the last time alan ruck was featured in a tmz article you know i I, you just never see that we have never mentioned him on the air that i can think of it's never come up for any any reason good or bad right so yeah we'll, we'll keep track as the um as the the investigation goes on but yeah his truck is halfway into a wall. Um, I mean, it looks like he hit that thing pretty squarely. Yeah. Um, And again, he was okay. Two other people were injured. Okay. Uh, We go to Cairo, which is a TV radio station out of Seattle, about what they are doing in a new program to heat homes. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, this one is, is a wild one because it deals with one of those sources of energy that we don't think of as a source of energy. Anytime you have anything hot, it can be used as an energy generator. So for the longest time, it never really seemed to occur to anybody that a lot of the wastewater that we use, including that which carries raw sewage down to the you know down to the sewers and off to the treatment plant is usually hot 
So if not hot, at least warm. So somebody You're welcome, came, everyone. Yeah, really. <laughs> Sorry about that. But but that's what they, you know, somebody finally came up with a bright idea. I mean, we've had things like um, heat that was generated from methane, mm-hmm. you know, in, in cow farms and things like that. And we know where the methane comes from. But this is a different thing. They're talking about actually using the heat from the pipes. So... Uh, if you're using like a steam loop or something like that to heat a bunch of houses or even warm water heat to do that, then what you do is you have the sewage pipes running right next to the pipes that carry the warm water. So the, the water never touches. There's no contamination at all. You're just transferring the heat from one pipe to the other. You put the, the warm water pipe on top and then it sucks away all of the heat that comes out of the raw sewage. And they're, they're talking about using that to heat not only homes, but businesses as well. No smell that no, comes out of that? No, no smell at all. Uh, and no okay. more than you would uh, from the pipes going down to the sewer without doing that. So if, if you don't have sewage smell in your house now, there's no reason why it would be after you did something like this. So is this something that people are paying for? Or well, is it something the city's doing? It's it's something the city's doing initially with, with the hope in mind that if it works, then you're going to start to see like new construction doing the same kinds of things, that they would just do that necessarily because it would save you on your energy bills. Huh. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we're a fan of saving on energy bills around here looking <laughs> at you, Evergy. Big time. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, you look at all of the different sources that people use now, like... Um, we had looked into doing this when we were still in Illinois, where you, there's a name for it and it escapes me, where you just dig down really far mm-hmm. to where it's really warm down under the ground and you get radiant heat that you transfer up into your house from there. And that people are having a lot of luck with, depending on where you live. Um, and it, it just, there's so much of that, that heat that we waste because we don't think of it as a valuable commodity. I mean, who would think that the warmth that comes off of sewage would be a valuable thing to save. And yet warmth that comes off of anything is valuable. Yes. Okay, we'll move on from that so that those of you who are eating your lunch don't get mad at don't us. Don't want to talk about poo anymore? No, I really don't. <laughs> okay. uh, but we can keep talking about uh, King County and Seattle because we've got another one here. Uh, this is what a Washington State trooper contended with on <laughs> I-5. Uh, yeah, uh, we got a couple of chicken stories today, but this one uh, was, in fact, a, a state trooper The job's not always glamorous, right? And from the folks at Cairo, a trooper had to wrangle a wayward chicken off of I-5 in Seattle. And, of course, all of the chicken puns that you can imagine are in this article. I'll do my best to spare you. Uh, But, yeah, he saved the life of the chicken. Washington State Department of Transportation sent out a video of the encounter. And trust me, if you want a good laugh for the day, we'll go ahead and pop this one up on Twitter for you so you can watch a a state trooper in Washington state chasing a chicken around the roadway. He never did ask why the chicken was crossing the road, but he did, in fact, stop it from happening. So even the Washington Department of Transportation traffic Twitter Uh, account. Oh, yeah. Had fun with it. (laughs) Feel free. I mean, the hashtags here are endless. Uh, A chicken was spotted on the shoulder of I-5 at Northeast 145th Street in Seattle. Thankfully, a state trooper had excellent timing to save the chicken before it crossed the road. Twofer right there. Good job. They used them both. So, uh, yeah, and they said the chicken was slightly injured. They They didn't tell us exactly what the extent of the injuries was, but they said the chicken was slightly injured and had to be taken in by the Seattle Humane Society for treatment. And we don't know where it came from. No. 
have no idea how it got there. Okay. What's the other chicken story we have? Oh, well, now I got to get back to it. Where's my other chicken story? Um, oh, come back here. Oh, yeah, the one about the dog. The, you found this one. This dog that eats an entire chicken oh, yeah. every day. Yes. Um, and it was a big, it was a big dog as well. 250, 250 pounds. pounds. <laughs> eats an entire chicken daily. The owner spends nearly $5,000 a year on food. I don't know how to pronounce this. Turkish Malakali dog stands over seven feet tall. Looks, yeah, that's what it looks like to me. Uh, or Malakli, maybe. But either way, it's a giant of a dog. I mean, 250 pounds. It, it's kind of like, um, if you're trying to picture this in your head, it's in that sort of Mastiff-looking realm. Uh, mm -hmm. In fact, it would surprise me if it wasn't related to, like, uh, a Tibetan Mastiff or something along those lines. It has that look to it. Very chunky head and just a big, burly kind of body. But the guy standing next to it, I wish I knew how tall he was. Because if he stood up straight, this dog's head would just about come to his mid-chest level. Uh, and he's not fully grown yet. Nope. He won't be fully grown until he's three years old. So if this is him, if this is the, the <laughs> current picture, he's got another foot to go. And he's maybe. probably yeah, going to add a little bit of bulk on there, too. Uh, the owner said that Abu, this Tibetan dog we're talking about, or Turkish dog, is a very energetic dog when he's outside the house. Because that's what you want. 250 pounds of playful puppy. They said he doesn't realize how old he is no and he or, thinks he's still a puppy or his own strength for that matter yeah, yeah there's there's another picture of of the guy standing up and the dog is also standing up on its hind legs and has its front paws over the guy's shoulders one chicken per day <laughs> uh i don't know what this guy does for a living to support I, this dog for I that hope, but i hope he's a chicken farmer right yeah you would hope that that's that's where that would go. Okay, and you can see the pictures of uh, of this dog online if you so desire. All right, coming in, uh, in the next hour, we have another story out about the thefts of vehicles, and uh, Kansas City is pretty high on this list. Get to that coming up here in KMBZ. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.